Yo, what up, guys? Welcome back to the fastest growing sports gambling podcast in the tri state area. We got double A Anthony Alessino. We got the graduate Brian Castiglione. And my name, as always, is James Hawkins. And this is Par Play Group. Stafford is going to win Super Bowls with an S. Plural, as in more than one going forward with the LA Rams. Absurd statement. Fuck you. You heard it here first on Parlay Boom. That is an absolute absurd statement. Matt Stafford is going to win multiple Super Bowls with the Los Angeles Rams. Okay, so so that was pulled from season one, episode twenty-three. I believe that was the aftermath of the big game posted on Spotify. What date? February 4th, 21. February 4th, 2021. Is it still an absurd take, Anthony? See, now I don't understand. Because he kept it, the receipts, dude. Yeah, you no, it's fine. He kept it's the fine. receipts. Before it's we fine. get into it, there's one more clip. This one is coming from Season 2, Episode 1, posted probably mid-August of 2021. I like the Rams before I even get the odds. I like the Rams here. I like the Saints here. So we went on in that episode to uh, basically come to the conclusion that chasing odds, we like the Saints in the and Se- Seattle. Uh, yeah, the Saints in Seattle, twenty seven hundred and twenty four fifty, but the Rams were around. I think plus eleven hundred. And before I even heard odds, obviously we were down there too. The receipts were not kept for you, my friend. The receipts were not kept for you, my friend, or for you, my young brother. The receipts were kept for you motherfuckers, okay? Because if anybody wants to tell me, oh, you're full of shit, the Rams got hot late and you jumped on him, no, no, wrong. (laughs) Wrong. I've been on this shit since before he ever played a snap for the Los Angeles Rams, and I want my fucking flowers. All right. Someone give, I'll give him his Post Valentine's Day flowers. I give him his flowers. So we took, let me, and you know what's what's crazy? You know what's crazy? The first clip you played, we weren't even in the studio. We were in the other studio, and he said that. Yeah. And I remember. I remember he said it. And I remember looking at him, and obviously my answer was oh, okay. And it's not that I thought you were totally wrong, because I thought I I did say well this year I think the Rams have a good chance to anybody. But when you said multiple, that's a pretty bold statement. Also, it is it is interesting if you listen to the whole clip in its entirety. You both had had it right in like its own aspects. Like you you immediately said straight up you were like. Well, if they don't have Jared Goff, then they probably win a Super Bowl. And you were like, well, Sean McVay probably looks at it and says, if I don't have Jared Goff, then I probably win that Super Bowl. And then he got Matt Stafford. Yeah, I mean. And now he won the Super Bowl. Like, Is there a more I told you so? Like, obviously, you to the clip. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But a more I told you. Oh, no. You this, is, this is Hawks party through and through. No. I'm just saying 100%. it's amazing that we you kind of saw, like, the pieces coming together. The pieces came together. And here we are. Okay, so now, you know? it's, now it's now it'd be anybody who doubted you now. It's silly of them because now, on the run it back, uh, on the run it back tour next year, it almost seems like all right, man. It's super dead. There multiple is possible now, right? They bring everybody back, and if Odell yeah. has a miracle ACL recovery, it did. Did he? Did he tear it? They didn't confirm was, anything yet, but they think it's it. an ACL. Um, Shh, let tough. me just let me just preface this. Uh, 
I know I started the show a little braggadocious, I guess. <laughs> I, I fucking got my own receipts and played them for every for the world to hear. Broken clocks right twice a day. All this fucking shit everybody says. I'm not saying I'm going to be right every time. The year before that, who did we say we liked early? Oh, I told you the I told you just light your money on fire instead of betting on the Washington football team to win the division two years ago. <laughs> That's what I said. And look, we all know what happened. They won the division with. Oh, Smith. oh, what did I say? Oh, the I said the uh, the Lions were going to win the division. Yeah, two years you ago. A lot of your money in the Lions when yep. the last year Stafford was there. I said, yeah, yeah. yeah well, you know, it so happens. Look, there's misses. There's hits. I just if you're gonna get fucking raked when you miss something, I'm going to make sure that people know when I'm right. Not just when I'm right, that I've been right for over a calendar year, 56 weeks, I believe, since I made that statement. <laughs> so that's neither here nor there. The big game happened. Obviously, the Los Angeles Rams showed uh, showdown against the Cincinnati Bengals. How did we feel as far as the game went itself? Because I got to tell you, we were talking yeah. off air. Brian said it was a good game. It was a good game in the aspect that it was close. Yeah. But it was not a great football game. Like, just right off the bat, I You're laid this... You're saying X's and O's. Right, so, yeah. I laid this out for Brian before quickly, and I'll do it quickly again. Sends a bad, wacky interception. That was a bad throw, the second interception by Stafford. It was a bad throw, but not entirely his fault. The one that went through his hands. Yes. The one that, the one bounced, that bounced yeah, off It was hands. still behind the guy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That interception, they're set up in field goal range. They kick a field goal. T. Higgins does not get called for a pretty egregious pass interference, in my opinion, on Jalen <laughs> yeah. Ramsey. Like, the ref didn't just sit there and go, Jalen Ramsey just fell? Like, yeah. did you really think the guy just fell? We're talking about the best cornerback in the NFL. It's pretty obvious. It was a pretty obvious goal. Outside, well, let me finish my point, and then you can go. Outside of those two plays, the Bengals are responsible for 10 points on offense. On the other side of the ball, between that interception and the final drive of the game, both Matt Stafford, Sean McVay as a play caller, and the Rams offense in general, this fucking peered. Now, I think a lot of that had to do with Odell getting hurt. But my point is, a large point of this game was sloppy, not great to watch football. Go ahead. Back to just uh, Jalen Ramsey. I, I horrendously disagree with you, dude. That guy. What's there to disagree he's with? Not about that, him he's getting... not the best cornerback in the league. Not at all. Who is? I have... Who, who is? is? If you're going to say he's not, you need to tell me who is. And if you better not say Trayvon Diggs. Why would I say that? I'm just saying. Here. By the way, the, the TikTok would have been, if I did one today, it would have been, what do you guys think about people comparing Diggs to Darrell Rivas? Because that's oh, the big And I would have said, I would have I put my finger in my mouth, and I would have thrown up right on fucking TikTok. That's, that's, what, what, I I that that's what I would have done. That's what I would have done. I would have stuck my finger, two fingers probably, oh, my middle finger and my pointer down my throat. That, that's fine if you don't think he's All the right. best, but top three, top five, he's not oh, outside no, he, of the he's top a, five. He's a, he's a top Who's five. Better? Who's better? Uh, let's start. This fucking. show is fucking. I'm fucking. I feel Dude, tense. you got me on the spot here. I didn't have All right, listen. Guys. You can think. Let me say what I got to say off Jimmy's. Go for it. Think, Go for think it. away. Another point. Their touchdown was Joe Mixon throwing it. Besides that T. Higgins one, there was Joe Higgins. Uh, Joe, Joe Higgins. Joe, Joe Mixon throwing it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Higgins connection, baby. Anyway, so, so you're right. You're right. It was a sloppy offensive game for both teams. And it wasn't even that great of a game for defenses until the end when, obviously, the Rams turned well, it on. Sack entire, Brigade. Sack Brigade, yeah. Pretty much the entire second half, the Rams defense on this game. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But I agree with you. It wasn't X's and O's, the greatest, cleanest game. But you know the stakes are high. You know there's 
there's there's a sense of uh, urgency on every play, and you know, you know, it's it's not it's not a regular game, right? It sucks because you you kind of felt like the wind come out of the sails as soon as OBG went, OBJ went down when OBJ got hurt. And you, you can ask you can ask Ann. I was sitting next to him. I go, um, Bengals might win this game. Like if they just have to worry about Cup. I mean, here here's what I want to say. And the, I, and I hold on this. before you keep going. The rushing game was atrocious. Oh, absolutely atrocious. Oh my god. So if we just have to worry about Cup, I mean Van Jefferson and. So Blanton, I mean, this is so dude, before yeah. I'll let you finish. Yeah. But so if you listen, you know, I love the guys from the ringer. I listen to Rosillo and Simmons every week. Rosillo had Dilfer on yesterday. Talked about the Super Bowl. Dilfer, everyone's killing the running game and the running backs and McVay. He singled out one person. You said his name already. Blanton. He said the block, the blocking from the tight ends, but Blanton specifically was so bad that they benched him and that they faked really? that shoulder injury. They were passing it off, and he probably could have played, but they benched him because he would, the outsides were getting blown the fuck up. Because Sean McVay was and like, And this isn't not. a defense in Cincinnati that, I mean, Trey Hendrickson's sick, but he's a yeah, pet. No. This isn't a defense known for blowing you up at the yeah. point of attack and stopping the rush that way. That's super interesting. So Blanton was allegedly from Trent Dilfer, the way he saw the game at home, Pulled from the game and benched because he was getting wow. blown Cause up. Because Bryce Hopkins <laughs> played pretty well, Bryce Hopkins. And came out of nowhere. Well, yeah, but we well, knew he was there. Third string receiver. Right, we knew he was there, but... Yeah, but... So, here's the other thing. I, whole, I, I 100% agree. But we were talking about that. He came from the Cole Komet class, and remember, he was, he was like, one yeah. of the top tight ends taken in that draft. But anyway, I 100% believe, in my heart, that Beckham was going to win that MVP. And it wasn't, and not pregame. I didn't call it pregame. I did not call it pregame. I actually didn't bet on it. I tried to get Aaron Donald. I didn't get the odds I like. So wasn't worth you it. You want me to do this right now? No, no. I just quickly. We spoke about it last week on the show. We spoke about it all week. We spoke about it Sunday mo- uh, Sunday afternoon, a few hours before kickoff. It was brought up on Tierney and Tiki on the fan today, I believe, or it could have been Cartner Roberts. Erroneous. The reason that you could not get MVP, Gatorade, over-under on the National Anthem in the state of New York is because it's not 100% completely up to chance. Meaning, there's a guy who fills the Gatorade cooler, which you were saying last week. Really? People vote on the MVP. Wild? Really? People vote on the MVP, which means it's not completely up to chance. And obviously, someone is singing the song. So in Jersey, you could have gotten all of that shit. But in New York, you can't. That is fucking wild, right? Wild? I fucking I saw it. And I put it like, up. Made it. Made a note to make sure. <laughs> I heard it on the fan going out east to get the computer. That is unbelievable. Well, so this is what I'm saying. After I watched the game, I'm starting to watch this game unfold. And obviously, everybody in this room. Well, you don't. You're too young. But everybody in this in this room had OBJ first touchdown. It hit right. Yep. Golf clap it up. Made some good money. Loved it. Loved so it. Recouped all the money I lost betting yeah. on Adesanya to win by knockout the night before. Loved so, it. Loved love that. Quick Adlib had Camier in the first. Just, oh, did you? Had him wow. And uh, <laughs> after that touchdown, I see him catch a few more, and I'm like, oh, he's going to win MVP. I'm like, he, you're not going to be able to guard him. And Cup. Yeah. 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 When Let's he just... went down, it, it all changed. You know, Robert Woods went down early in the season. He went down. Uh, who? What's his name? The other receiver, I can't pronounce his name. Scrowanek? Scrowanek? Yeah, the Notre Dame kid? Not that not that guy. He's just not that guy. You know what I mean? He's not them. And that's the problem. Yeah, Yeah. and that's the problem. Let's just talk the stat line real quick before OBJ went down. Two catches, 
for 53 yards and a touchdown. He was one before catch, he went. He down. was one catch right. away from hitting the over. Right. By the way, by way of Simmons, who obviously is in bed with Fanduel, they they get all the information because they work together. Odell Beckham scoring the first touchdown was the worst case scenario for Fanduel. Yep. Money wise. And everyone really? hit on. Yep. And everyone hit. Because the books made out. I mean, this is definitely a first segment topic, right? The books made out like a bandit. Because the most bet was either Rams minus four and a half or Bengals money line, and neither of them hit. Or the over. People love the over too yeah. in that also. And neither of them hit. It was the Bengals plus four and a half, which nobody thought had, that was all. Had you teased, which I almost convinced my dad to tease, instead he just took the Rams spread. You would have gotten the Rams at plus one and a half, plus two, which would have been tremendous, and you would have gotten the over. Down from 48 and a half to 42 and a half. And you would have done and it. you would have fucking hit by, it by a half a point. You would have looked like a shark. Skin of your sack. You would have looked like yeah. a shark. Shout out Dan. Little Daniel. Oh, little Daniel. Friend of the show. Yeah. Shout out. He he took a decent chunk of change, put it on the Rams, bought the points down to two and a half. Wow. He's like, I'm a shark, smart dude. Guy. I'm a great a white. Guy. I'm like, you are, dude. I don't know what to tell you. What do you got? Now, to resume my, my point. About Jalen Ramsey. Well, we're back oh, on the Jalen I knew. Right. I saw him firing right, away on the phone. I knew he was looking shit up. I'll give you three guys right now, and I'll give you two honorable mentions. Three guys who I think are better right now at this moment than Jalen Ramsey Hold are. Hold on. This is a good idea. I like what you're doing here. Let's pick ours first, and we'll see what Hawk chooses. All right. Wait, well, I gotta... He's going to say his three. Out of his three, me and him are going to choose what we think is best, and then you're going to choose. I think that's better than Jalen Ramsey. Go ahead. I'll give you three guys. Okay. Denzel Ward. No. What? 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 Hold, Hold on. on. Okay. Don't say it's anything. Not your turn. Don't Sorry. say anything. Go ahead. Savian Howard and Marshawn Lattimore. I don't think either of those are better than Jalen Ramsey, and I don't like Jalen Ramsey. Give, I, give I me also, your honorable mentions, because there's only really one guy. That I, I also will, think there's one there's guy. There's only one guy that I will accept, and you haven't named him yet. Marshawn Lattimore, great. Savian Howard, eh. No, he's... He's good, good but he's, I'm saying eh, I'm better than Jalen Ramsey. And who is the first person? Denzel Ward. Also good. No, I don't think he's... No. No. My two honorable mentions no, were Jair no. Alexander and the it's, guy who had a... It's Jair Alexander. The guy on the Falcons who had a tremendous season. Oh. That guy was yes. amazing. Which guy on the Falcons? Allowed less than... Uh, I'm forgetting his name. Drawing a blank. We'll get yeah, to yeah, you. I know who he is. We'll but get his name. He, he did not allow more than, I think it was 48 passing yards a game on the number yeah, one receiver was, on each team yeah, they played. Okay, tremendous season for him. Big Jair is the only one I agree with you that even even I gets close. I think you guys. I, I well, not. I don't want to say you guys. I think you. I think you. I think you. You want him to be overrated. Well, so yeah. So this is what I was going right? to say. Not to step on your feet. Um, I'm seeing a lot of slander. It's this since Tuesday night now. So since Monday morning, I've seen a lot of slander on Twitter. Yeah, that's what I thought it was about how AJ Terrell was the AJ corner. Terrell. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah, he's solid. So. I saw almost the same the same tweet with a bunch of different pictures of Jalen Ramsey seems to be on the ground a lot for the number one receiver in the NFL and all this stuff about him not being that great and about how first of all that picture you posted of him on the ground he was thrown to the ground by his face mask by a guy that's 40 pounds bigger than him first of all second of all that's fine you want to slander him it's because of his attitude, because of his brash personality and the way he is and the yeah. way he yaps on the field. Because if you want to be the best, you got to fucking walk the walk and talk the talk. You know, like I agree. And 
People don't like his mouth. People don't like the way he forced himself out of Jacksonville, which was a shithole organization. Still he was is, right. Yeah. By the way. Cause by the they, way. Because <laughs> when people are that good, they expect – it's like Tom Brady expects a certain amount from you. If you're that good at any position, you expect everybody to work as hard and want to be as great as you do. So he got himself to a winning situation. A lot of people want to fucking view him as overrated because they don't like the off-the-field aspect of it. This is what I have to say about it. I'll take him on my team. Oh, 100%. So I'll listen. take him on my team. He is not Darrell Revis, right? No one uh, is. Hold on, hold Nobody on, hold on. Guy, Deion Darrell Revis, everybody else. Hold on, hold on. Now, here's the gimmick, though. You can't, you can't view it negatively, right? You can't hold it against him that he doesn't follow people because that's the scheme that they run, right? You can't hold that against him. You can't hold him accountable. But yes, he is not in that class. He is not Dion. He is not Revis. But he's definitely in that tier two. He's definitely in that tier two. Oh, yeah. And what I'll say is, yes, he was on the ground a few times. We did see him. And yes, Jamar Chase did beat him deep. Clean. I was about clean. To say. The last Clean. play of the game? Right. No, no, no. Early on. Uh, early on. About, I, everyone's I, talking about the last play of the game. No, early he on. He was wide open and Ramsey was oh, yeah, on the ground. No. Early on, he beat him. Wild. And then Ramsey rolled. I mean, um, uh, Chase rolled and got touched down at like the two-yard line. Remember that play? It was like one of the first big plays of the game. Yeah, yeah. But, you're, but, but people are like not understanding. They gave him one-on-one with Jamar Chase, no help over the top, right? And with that no help over the top, yeah, he got beat. Jamar Chase is not just a rookie. He's not just a very good rookie. You're talking somebody who's potentially a top five wide receiver for the next ten years. Yeah, I mean, it, you're looking we at you knew Jamar Chase was going to make his plays regardless. They right. were just going mean, to happen. It so you can't matter. say, oh, you know, and then. Of but that's but that's all the time. Whether a hundred plays against Jalen Ramsey, Jamar Chase is going to best him a decent amount of times. Um. When Higgins, can we talk about though? Just briefly, we don't gotta go crazy with it. The other cornerback who's getting dragged through oh the mud God. right Be- now. Before we go, because I don't want to do the seashell right, thing, right, we right. have a tendency to do. Um, people get beat, bro. Right. You can. Darrell Revis got beat. You think he never let up a touchdown in his life? The entire game is geared towards the offense scoring points because points sell fucking tickets. <laughs> That's like in like in lacrosse when we used to play all the time. Guys would score after getting their fucking seventh shot on net without the possession changing and be celebrating. And we'd be like, yo, that's your job. <laughs> You're supposed to score. You're supposed to beat motherfuckers. Everything written in the rules is geared for you to succeed and the defender to fail. So you want to show me he was on the field for probably, I don't know the number, but I'm guessing 93% of the defensive snaps. Yeah. And he got fucking beat a few times. And you want to discredit him for that? Fuck out of here. Let's go on about Eli Apple. <laughs> All right, so I'm not discrediting anyone, and people get beat all the time. I'm more, I'm more shocked at the, the amount of NFL players. There's something we don't know about go, Eli. Apple. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not it's not a matter of people getting beat because Hawk's right. The tangent was correct. Everyone gets beat. It happens. But it's weird when wide receivers are specifically calling him out, as if like like you're saying, quarterbacks, some sort of person, wide receivers, players like are calling him out personally. There's something like, to that, hundred percent. And be. I knew. Uh, we knew that, well, we're Giant fans, right? So we knew when he was drafted that his mother was heavily involved. Right. She, it, 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 there, there, were, there were instances where he kind of came off as a little bit of a crybaby or standoffish. Like, we knew that, right? But this is a whole nother level. Like, I understand the, the Hardman and, yeah. and, the, and the him and even the Tyreek Hill. You're going to say what I'm saying. But it's... Hold on. 
What about Michael Thomas? Mike. You were on his team. It's dude. a thrashing. You were on dude. his team. It's a thrashing. Right. I mean, well, so I think it has something to do with a certain level of respect or lack thereof that players in the league share for each other, especially if they've shared a locker room and a, and a team together. But it also goes back to the, um, I forget the player, but like, don't give the, oh, it was Aaron Donald. Don't piss off Aaron Donald. Cause, right, right. And we'll get He's to, not the guy. I'll get to this later, <laughs> yeah, but definitely. there's certain, oh, like yeah. the Steelers deal, the Steelers deal with the fucking TikToks on the logo and shit. In the NFL, you don't need to give guys extra motivation. You don't need. Didn't he say basically he was going to shut down Cooper Cup? Isn't no, that Beckham, what? Beckham. Yeah. Beckham. Yeah, he, great. he knows his tendencies. You do yeah. not need to give top tier talent on a hot streak in the Super Bowl <laughs> extra motivation. And when that happens, and you look like an idiot and have the egg on your face, people are going to want to tag you. That's, here's here's what I'll say. I, just one. Just like Aaron Donald is not that guy. Complete opposite end of the spectrum. Eli Apple, you're not that guy. I'm sorry, but you're a piece of burnt toast. <laughs> All right. Now, now, just hold on for a second. The game-winning touchdown, Eli Apple let up, right? Yeah. On Cooper Cup. And we're like, Listen, we're now. treating this guy like it was a fourth-string tight end that he got beat, like, burned by. If you're going to fuck it. I understand. I understand. you got to walk the plank after I un- No, I right. get it. And I just want to make it clear. The point wasn't to burn. Eli Apple. The, no. The point was, there's something going on. It's astonishing. Everyone needs astonishing. to say something. There were so many things in this game that I just like pulled from, and my mind was just like, oh, I got to talk about this. I got to talk about that. I got to talk about this. I got to talk about that. The play before the Cooper Cup touchdown was not pass interference. Don't care what you say. And it was a makeup call. Campbell, um, the linebacker so on. Andre Campbell yeah. said, yeah. Every time a linebacker makes a play on a wide receiver, <laughs> it needs people, to be pass interference. People throw a flag because they can't believe because that, linebackers that a linebacker can't cover, can wide, cover receivers, a wide receivers, right? They they can't fathom that, it. Yeah. Oh, it was a to me makeup, yeah, but uh, huh. so, find the makeup go, before it's a minute left ahead, in the game. Go ahead. Before, I have before three we get, more points, I want to make uh, on the game. Go ahead. Before we get too far from Eli Apple, when the, you you say it, he was Cooper Cup, the comparison for the guy he was saying he was going to lock up was OBJ. No, I get that. I get that. Listen, I'm with Jimmy. That if you're gonna say it, you better back it up. Yeah. But the slander that this guy received was like so much more than just like I'm gonna lock up OBJ. It was like you right. It was like people were waiting by their keyboards. Professional athletes were waiting by their keyboards to go after this guy. With their ring, right? And then Hardman, like Hardman, shows off his ring, and I'm like, ah. Yeah, that one. I was like, all right. Ah. You know, okay. You were the fourth receiver it. on that team. I we, get it. You yeah. got it. We, we, we got it. Yeah, you, you got you, it. You did. You got it, you know. And it's like Eli Apple, like, where do you go from here? Because if the, Bengals, if the Bengals are pissed at you for doing what you did, yeah. and your own team, former teammates don't like you, whoa, it's All a right. tough league. Try to do this as quick as we can. Number one, the uh, we're not talking about the most important Cincinnati Bengal cornerback. Who had an asp- uh, effect on the game without even being in a short trouble? Oh yeah, it. that's right. Vernon that's Hargreaves right. the third. What the fuck right. are you doing in slides yeah. and, and sweatpants in the end zone, bro? You're better than that. <laughs> you probably cost your team a shot at winning the game. Realistically, you. I mean, it's 15 let me yards. Like, let me, let me put it this way: you didn't help from uh, as a fucking injured scratch, not dressed at all the day of you. Could have walked in there and not done anything, 
or you could have hurt your team. It's it almost <laughs> it wasn't gonna get any better, but you made it way it's, worse. It's almost impossible to show up in slides and hurt the team. Your job, <laughs> if you're on the sideline for that game as a player, as a starter, which he was, right? He was before, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. As a starter, if, if you're if you're on the fucking sideline, now obviously I've never been on an NFL sideline, but I'm just in football in general. Your fucking job is one, talk the guys up when they get off the field, let them know shit that you're seeing that they can't see because they're in the game and you're not. And fucking don't be a distraction. If you're a distraction, we don't have time for you. He's a guy that probably stock got hurt the most coming out of that game I, as a player. I... My second thing, Aaron Donald. Well, I believe it was against the Bucks, the Aaron Donald's not the guy thing, yeah. right? When you fired up Aaron Donald, he fucking come, tried to rip that dude's throat out. And then what happened from that point over? Took over the Killed. game, right? Yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. Yep. He... First of all, how strong is that man, that one forearm shiver? Joe Burrow's no small kid, dude. One forearm shiver showed, shoves Joe Burrow. That was legal. It was legal. And Burrow wasn't selling. Like, he got yeah, fucked. But it was blown. legal. No, it was legal. Yeah. Then whoever it was from comes over, fucking hits Donald. Yeah, Donald, good. same thing, grabbing for the guy's throat. And what happened after that? From over. that point forward, yeah. Aaron Donald lit up the fucking game. There's certain people. Yeah. From that point forward? Yes. Or total. Or total. Burrow was the first. That was his first. That play was his first sack. Does that count? Three plays later, number two. And then at the end of the game, number three. I looked over right after, like, the altercation went on. I looked over at my mom and I was like, you don't know about this? But that was a huge mistake. (laughs) I'm like, you don't know about this? I'm like, but that was such a bad thing that could happen. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, he is going to kill everybody on the field. I'm like, he's going to fuck everybody up right now. She's like, really? I'm like, did you, you're going to see it happen. Did you see the video of McVay? Yeah. Awesome. Calling it? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. AD's yeah. going to make a play. Awesome. So my third... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, that clip just hyped me up just when he walked over and he's like, what else could you ask for? Like, fourth yeah. and one? Like, and even he's like, he's like, he looked at Aaron Donald. He knew he was going to make the play. Yeah. It was great. Clip. I mean, Aaron Donald he's knew. He's, he's like, one more play yeah. and I have a ring. Yeah. One see, more play. Did you see the press conference when they asked him about it? Today, yeah. I guess? yeah. Yeah, yeah, He said, once I saw that they were in shotgun and they weren't running the ball, I knew Aaron Donald was ending the game. Yeah. yeah. Right then and there. 100%. Yeah. My third thing is, this is another point of um, conversation that's been discussed a lot in the media, at least what I've seen. Social media, radio, all kinds of shit. Third down and four. Matt Stafford to Cooper Cup on the exact same type of throw that was underthrown to Skronek on the interception earlier in the game. Throws that no looker. Mm. Oh my God. To Cooper So sick. People, I heard somebody say, so this is Carton or Roberts. Which one of them is the Giants fan? No, Roberts is a Jets fan. Roberts is a Jets fan. I don't know if Carton is. Might have been Tiki and Tierney. Yeah, I was going to say, because I think he's also a Jets fan. It was Tiki and Tierney. Um, I think Carton's like a Dolphins fan. That's even worse. I think it was Tiki and Tierney they were talking about it because Tiki yeah, obviously, obviously is a giant and then whoever else, their third guy on the show, big Giants fan. They were comparing it to the Manningham pass and the one guy said it's way better of a throw than the Manningham throw was. And people were arguing about it. Not, I'm not going to make that argument, but the argument they okay. were using against the Cooper Cup throw was he was wide open. If you watch that play from all angles, like I'm, like I have, like I'm sure everyone uh, in this yeah, room have, the linebacker or Bell, safety Bell. was Von Bell, yeah. so he plays both. So either linebacker or he, safety, he's, he he was fucking there. He bought on it. Stafford looks towards, I believe it's the tight end, um, uh, Hopkins. Looks towards him, 
And as he's still not buying on the look, it's when Stafford starts to throw, the motion of the throw, he bites hard and cups wide open. But bites Woof. hard? He just took a step. Woof. It was a good step. Would but... not have been wide open if Stafford didn't know look it or even just tried to look him no, off. No, 100%, 100%. It would have, it would have been it was a play. Would have been I'm not going to do that. I sent that the the tweet to you guys after the game, I think, or the next morning. I said, Stafford's been doing this shit since 2009, yeah, and no one wants new. to say anything about it. But if Mahomes made that throw, we'd all be slobbering right yeah. now. No, yeah, no, I agree. Slobbering over I agree. It. No, it's true. But Mahomes gave him his respect. He, he yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma- yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not blaming Mahomes. No, no, no. no. I'm, just, I'm not going like to. Mahomes is getting the LeBron treatment, but he's like not there yet. You know no, what I mean? 100% not there In yet. In the media. Not I mean. there. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not going to debate which throw is better because I'm a Giant fan, and that <laughs> Mario Manningham yeah. play was just I unbelievable. I have to think that. about it. You know, whatever. I'm not going to debate that. They were both phenomenal plays. I'd say the, the Mario Manningham catch better well, well yeah better. it was right there for him but you know the, the cooper cup it was right yeah. there for him but Wait. anyway yeah it was a phenomenal play i mean there was so many things that like i said there's so many things that happened this game that were like oh, holy shit the one thing i will say we, we spoke about it very briefly about the run game mm-hmm. and how the rams didn't really run the wall well the bengals were in third and one or fourth and one four times in the game right four four or five i could look it up but four or five times and joe mixon wasn't on the field for half of them and didn't get the ball at all yeah. in third or one or fourth yeah, and one. Egregious. And they gave it a P Ryan on third and one. He's 215 pounds, 5'11, all pro running back. I know. It, he, I noticed I mean, it too. It was very weird. Halfway through the year, I was like, is this guy kind of like a dark horse MVP? I'm, like, and what? And yeah. you don't give him the ball in the biggest game? I don't know. It's I'm, a little weird. Just another quick Donald thing. I mean, if we want to break down this game tape, we could be here all day. But on that third and one or fourth and one, they ran it to Pirine, and Donald stopped him in his tracks with one arm. Just grabbed him. Reached out with one arm, grabbed <laughs> him. And grabbed if you him. watch the replay, he didn't trip, he didn't slide. Donald's sheer force from his shoulder and his forearm stopped the grown man in the NFL. Yeah, that's insane. But that's that's the dominance. So Is Matt Stafford a Hall of Famer yet? Yes. Yes. He's 12th all-time in passing yards. So that, to me, and a ring, 12th all-time passing yards. We know his body of work. Was unhealthy in the very beginning of his year, but then you know, his career. But then, the he's been pretty solid for the last eight nine years. Had his bumps and bruises. Guy plays injured, always brings it. I mean, team leader. Can't say enough about the guy off the field, right? And I know that doesn't really matter when it comes to to the Hall of Fame right. votes. My question would be, and we'll get there. Take in a second, but my question would be: Is he a first ballot? That would be my question. I think he's in, but what do you think? And he's still got more to go. Yeah. Keep that in mind. But go ahead. I think he's in. I I see how people can make the case that he's not in, but you're right. He still has more to go. I I think it winds up. I think he winds up in it either way. So let me say one more thing before Jack Jack goes. Maybe this might sway you a little bit. He is now responsible. Responsible, whatever you want to say. He's now fifty percent right responsible for the two greatest receiving seasons yeah. of all time, Calvin Johnson's and Cooper Cups. He was the quarterback for both of them. Yeah. So it's wild. What? <laughs> What do you no. think? Hall of Famer or no? Definitely a Hall of Famer. First ballot it's, or no? First ballot. Uh, I think it depends on who's on the card. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I think it depends on who's very, on the yeah, card. It's a, it's a card. A second ring, first ballot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. definitely. hundred, just guys, the definition of having heart on the sports field. Oh, 100%. Absolute I agree. Great leader, great personality, great player. I agree 100%. Responsible. I, missing the Megatron era, watching football later in my life. Guy's pretty fucking nice. 
You don't know what you it was like because it. Cooper Cup wasn't guarded like Megatron was guarded, which is even I've more seen sick. The pictures yeah. Of- in like in like punch scenario, like two the, people the bell, lined yeah, up was, on Belichick yeah. was the one who started yeah. doing all that. And Matt Stafford, right? Matt Stafford, he would have thanked God if he won the MVP. There's no doubt in my mind. So for me, Hall of Famer. He might have, but he went, he went team first when they interviewed him. Yeah, because he didn't win the he didn't win the MVP, so yeah, right. you don't have to thank um, God. What I think he's definitely a Hall of Famer. I think a lot of people like to argue that a lot of his stats are empty, meaningless stats, and like. Are you going to fucking penalize him for the fact yeah. that his team was bad? So the games he were, talking, wasn't in, he should have stopped we're trying? talking about a guy who has been a starter in the league for 13 years, significant for thir- for 10 of them, and probably like a top 15 quarterback for oh. most of his time in the If you've been around and effective and, me- and doing meaningful stuff in the league for 10 years, and you win one ring, to me that's the fucking Hall of Fame. So I check this out. I don't care about his empty stats. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs is 11 and 10. Uh, Matt Stafford in the playoffs is four and three. Great, Mark right? Sanchez is four and two in the playoffs. No, no, I'm, no, no, no. Just, ready? Aaron oh, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has one game-winning drive in cl- what they call crunch time or clutch time, whatever you want to call it. Right, five minutes left in the game with the with the game tied or down. He has one game-winning drive in the in his playoff career. Matt Stafford is four and three in the playoffs. Right, he has three game-winning drives, and it was back to back to back this year's playoffs. He's also got some kind of cra- yeah. some kind of crazy. I, I, he might be first active in fourth quarter overtime comebacks. I, he has to be. I so like I'm saying, you, when you look at those, when you look at those things that are kind of useless to the to the to the the mainstream stat of yards, touchdowns, you know, games played, you know, like that stuff, and you look at those things like comebacks, and 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 you know, I know you like I said, you don't view. Separate his shoulders, staying in the game. But like you, when you when you do when you do consider it, he's all hammer for me. Yeah, easy. He's the absolute definition of an underdog, dude. Did you have something, Lauren? Absolute definition of it. Yeah. Um, also, just a little quick tidbit that not tidbit. I mean, I'm just peppering this in there. That little no looker. That didn't happen on the field. That happened at five forty five in the morning on a oh, Tuesday yeah. in an office room somewhere with the kind of work these boys put in. Final point, not even a point. It's a question, more a statement question. Statement for me, but I'm asking question for you guys before we go to the break. Can we like just accept the fact that Burroughs Bengals might never make it back? Can we just like everyone's saying they'll be back, they'll be back? How many Super Bowl losing teams make the playoffs the next year? They've got problems up the wazoo with their offensive line. They Realistically, like the Chiefs probably should have beat them. You got the Bills waiting in the wings. The Chiefs aren't going anywhere. Herbert and the Chargers are gonna have something to say about it. Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. Like the AFC is not a great place AFC to be stacked. right now to try to make a Super Bowl in the next ten years. And they have t- plenty of cap room. Don't get me wrong, but they have key free agents that are gonna be on the block this year. Like Jesse Bates might fucking leave. Mm-hmm. And um, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, Boyd, but one of their reader maybe one of their defensive is DJ Reader on them on Bengals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Reader might be a free agent. Um, I know this is Rams, but Sebastian Joseph Day is a free agent. That's the right, Rams now. Right. But like they, they might people talk about they need to fix the offensive line. They need to keep the pieces that they have and still get better on defense because to me, that defense probably wasn't good enough to win a Super Bowl. I think the defense is good enough to win this. Super this Bowl. Super Bowl, maybe. right? I'm not saying that their defense is good enough to do it again, but for this game, 
they did it. They did enough. They, if they, they versed the Packers in the Super Bowl, you know, they probably so so so. The question was, question statement was, will they get back? I'm saying, can we at least accept the fact that they might never get back? Because I no, uh, I won't accept the fact yeah, that they'll never get I don't back. They might the fact never. Either. They might okay, never. then yeah, I'll accept that because like, as a Met fan, and and I know this is baseball, but. When the Mets got there in 2016, everyone was like, don't worry, they'll be back. They have the youngest core. They have the pitching. They have this. And, and guess what? They haven't slid further away from getting well, back. It today went, we just found out Matt Harvey was doing cocaine. Oh, my God. We're not going to. That's what I want to tell you guys. But we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, we, no, it's worse than that. Oh, I heard all about it. It's worse, But we're not going to talk about that. Pills, cocaine. Yeah, he was selling it. Yeah, I heard all about it. But whatever. Oh, that's crazy. No, it's spicy. Anyway. That's the Dark Knight. That is, he is the Dark Knight, dude. The Dark Knight did rise. Anyway, so. I think that they, I, I, I won't, I don't think it's crazy to say that they might never be back. But I, I, I think that they're good enough. If they, if they show up the offensive line, they're good enough to compete consistently in the playoffs, make the playoffs. I think, honestly, in my opinion, I think the Bengals run the division for the next at least several years. I know Lamar Jackson's there, but until he gets wide receiver help, do you think they're getting any worse? Who? Do you think Baltimore's getting any worse? Next year than yeah. they were this year. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get any worse than they, they were this year. They were. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you meant talent. I didn't no, know you no. meant. Is Baltimore the team going to be any worse next year? No. Do you see them getting no. worse? No. Okay. Record wise, no. Pittsburgh. Not. Pittsburgh with Big Ben was a playoff team. If they now, I know this is a. Big they're going to get worse. They are going to get a quarterback. They're going to get a guy. Whether I don't think it's going to be a rookie. We're, we're going to get to that in the next segment about quarterbacks yeah. and stuff. They're going to get a guy. Let's just say. They get uh, Jameis Winston, or take it one step further, and they put their hat in the Aaron Rodgers conversation. Okay, are they fucking not contenders with the same team they have now? Right, but that's an if. That's a big. That's if, an right? if. And even Cleveland, like Cleveland's the only team that you could make, but they're still gonna have something to say about it. I don't know if Baker's if any of those great, teams are in the but, NFC East, they probably win the division. Right. So my point within their but own just di- how it works. within their own division, there's competition, and then you look at all of the competition in the AFC from the outside. Like, how many times are you going to run through a playoff series, a play, a run of playoff games, a gauntlet, and a gauntlet, and you got to see the Chiefs, the Bills, and the fucking. It's a hundred percent probable, right? It's a hundred percent probable. Now think about this: that next year, Burrow could get into the playoffs and play Herbert Allen Mahomes back to back to back. To go run the table. On the road. Yeah, and then that's impo- That's pretty tough to do, man. And then get there. And then when he gets there, he might have to play the Rams again. So, <laughs> you know, I, I understand. Point being is, this is my opinion, when you're there, you have to win. And you see when teams get back for the second time, players get back for the second time, you see the desperation. You see Aaron Donald. Like, this is it. This is the swan. If I don't do it now, I'll probably never do it. So when they get there for that second time, you, you see the urgency. So I don't know. I I would agree with your statement that they may never be back, and they have to. They just have to understand that. Um, I 100% agree with the statement. You know, you can you can look at all the the, the what ifs, the stats, the what the problem is. You can look at their current situation. The fact that as as a younger person, the I, I think we've all seen the meme where it was Joe Burrow lineman anybody and Jamar Chase, and it's Joe Burrow getting absolutely demolished, and then it's Panay Sewell, yeah. which obviously that guy's not a great season, but but he'll be neither great. here nor there. He 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 got better as he and then could, yeah. Joe Burrow could throw to anybody. That meme literally came true 
and the internet is karma. And that is something I have, in my life, I've seen happen. But we're also talking about Joe Shiesty here. Well, I, I, I get it. So really, really quick. Yes, just yes or no. Did they make a decision taking Chase over Sewell? They made a decision. Yes, that's uh, Did they make the wrong? Pen- oh, did they make, yeah, sorry. Did they make the wrong decision? <laughs> did I say that? They did make a decision. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Did I say that? Yes or no? Jamar, Jamar Chase was drafted for a reason. So you're saying they did not make a They, they did, did not, not make, make a mistake. wrong decision. Did they no. make a mistake? No. Absolutely not. No. I, 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 I say no. Absolutely not. I say no, Brian. You have anything on the... You, I want the Bengals to go back to the Super Bowl. You want them. I want Will Joe they? Burrow to get Will they? Will, Will they? they? Will they? I I like to think so, but I I get AFC gauntlet. Dude. I know, I know. Yeah, it's for real. I just think it's more likely that they don't ever get back than they do. Yeah, I agree. And with that, I'm ready to take a commercial break. <laughs> All right, guys, listen. Pat McAfee said it best: you got to look good to feel good. You got to feel good to play good. Well, we're gonna help you guys look good. With Saatchi Di Denaro, all right? It's the finest Italian material. It's fire. It's comfortable. And we got a saving for you, all right? You're going to use promo code HAVOC for 10% off your total purchase at SaatchiDiDenaro.com. Also, check them out over at Instagram, at SaatchiDiDenaro. Saatchi Di Denaro, always authentic, never counterfeit. All right, we're back, guys. And as always, the best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. Support the sponsors, you support the show, you're supporting the boys. Let's talk about some... Well, before we get off, I just one little thing about the Super Bowl I meant to get into, but it's not about the game, so whatever. The metered metrics for television viewing by city. Number one city in the world watching the Super Bowl was... New York. Wrong. New York is way too diverse to have that. They're not, I don't even think they were in the top ten. Texas? No, you're thinking too much about it. LA. Not in the top ten. Ohio. What city? City. Oh, so um, right. Cincinnati. Cincinnati's number I one. Mean. Cincinnati's number one. Uh, I think eighty-five percent of the TVs on during the Super Bowl were <laughs> watching the Super Bowl in Cincinnati. Number two. Told you already. It's not LA. So. New York. No. New Orleans. Nope. Damn. Houston. See nope. what I did there? I know. Detroit. Detroit. I'm so You're right. yeah. silly. I, as soon as he said, a, I know. I, was like, <laughs> I know, too. Detroit was number two. I believe four was Cleveland. Columbus, Ohio was also in the top So a lot 10. of Ohio. What's the deal with Ohio? And um, Cincinnati. Well, Cincinnati. <laughs> no, I'm saying our viewers. It, it, it's just... Yeah, and then Philly. Philly was number six, I believe. Mostly cold weather cities. They were joking on the fan about uh, cold weather cities that are dangerous. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's nothing to do besides yeah, watch yeah, the game. So moving into you know we're always it's a what's next league what's gonna happen next mm-hmm. my team my team my team. So let's get into it. My first topic before we get into what's gonna happen next, who's a better quarterback, Matt Stafford or Eli Manning? Go. <laughs> wow. God. Why would Jesus you do that? For anybody who, uh, I mean, everybody who knows this show at this point comparison. knows that I don't look at what, what the topics are beforehand. I get hit with everything on the spot. So all my answers are literally, the, and I'm, when I hear that, when they filters through my brain for the first time, my initial reaction is, fuck. Now I gotta, yeah, I, now I gotta make a decision here. Because basically, you gotta argue hardware versus stats, right? 
That's that's based, exactly that's, what I was. Eli's got say. stats. Eli's got the ring. Yeah, but Matt Stafford's stats are. Oh my god! Much I, I, I want to throw up that I'm going to say this. Matt Stafford's a better quarterback. So I guess yeah, but because if Matt Stafford was on Eli Manning's teams, Matt Stafford would definitely have two rings. I was possibly say, more. And if Matt Stafford had two rings, we wouldn't be saying is Matt Stafford a Hall of Famer. Right. So, so it would uh, just be locked first ballot. Like if Eli, if Eli switch switch it. If Eli was on Detroit, they don't do anything. If like Eli, they never do anything. If Eli was on Detroit, he's not still on Detroit twelve years later to be traded to Los Angeles. One hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. He never makes. It I'm gonna go Matt Stafford as a as a Giant fan, but I'm that is go Matt just Stafford as a Giants fan off to also. say. I, it yeah. hurts to say, I but just, it's truthful. It it, it, hurts. it really is the truth. He is the better quarterback if you think about I, it. So if you look at like. The winning percentage, because I'm I know Eli was a perfect 500. 500. I don't think Stafford for his career is over 500. I don't uh, think he is. You got it. Brian's gonna look into that. So winning percentage and hardware to me, or if you're a diehard Giants fan and you named your second-born son fucking Eli, because you love the Giants so much, those are the only arguments that you're going to really try to make and fight and die on the sword on. That Eli, I think, is better than Stafford. Because arm talent, Stafford. Stats, Stafford. Fourth quarter comeback wins, Stafford. <laughs> Being this good this late in his career at 33 years old. Yeah. Stafford. Uh, Consistency out of the play, I would even say Stafford. Stafford is 86-95-1 and one Yeah. in his career. Yeah, but that's a product of... But that's a product of Detroit. And so is Eli. Right. Maybe we're silly. Maybe if Eli was on a, a really good team all his career, he would have been really good. You know, he would have been. I feel like there were years where the well, Giants not, were very good and they could have been great, and Eli held them back. What I was just going to say. Let's not misconstrue anything. The 2007 team that won the 08 Super Bowl against the 17 and 0 New England Patriots backed their way into the playoffs at nine and seven, playing. I believe was it it was was it the Eagles in Week 17? No. Whoever they Patriots. Who, no, week 17. They played the Patriots week 17 in the regular season. And they season. almost knocked them off. Why did I think that they... Oh, some, somebody else played in a, in a meaningless game because one team was out and the other team had already had locked up seeding. And that loss is what allowed them to get in. Oh, right? oh okay. I, yeah, I don't know about that. I know they played the Patriots. Then they almost... That gave them the confidence that they could hang Some, with them for three quarters. Something happened in week 17 where a team already had seating, was playing a team that was already out. They fucking won because the team that was already seated sat everybody. Right. And it affected. It kicked it, out it, whatever. It, it kicked somebody else out and got the Giants in. And then lined them up the to play Giants the Falcons. the Giants got in at 9-7 and seven and ran the fucking they played Well, they played the Falcons. You knew that was happening. Then they beat Green Bay with the field goal. Right, right, and then a forty nine er game, frozen face game, and then then the forty nine er game with the fumble, and the, on the punt in yep. overtime, which was unbelievable, and then the Super Bowl. I thought the forty nine er special teams game was two thousand twelve. It could be. I could be yeah. mixing both. You're mixing. I, I could be mixing both rings simultaneously. I but thought the I thought the Brett Favre. Tom Coughlin frozen face game. Got him to the Super Bowl. See, I, that's how that's how much it means to me. <laughs> it just combines. <laughs> well, you, just you know what it is, and they're so close. Yeah, and it's so close together. Right, so that, four like, years is really not, and it was against the Patriots. Both of them, it's like a disaster. Like, yeah. you know. But yeah, uh, Stafford. What else? I'm got? gonna say Stafford for sure. Carson Wentz, who expected to be cut or traded by March 19th, when his entire base salary will become fully guaranteed. Fifteen million. Fifteen million of his base salary fully guaranteed. 
We already did the math. At the, I think I did it on my solo pod. Shout out coronavirus. Um, I believe <laughs> where I looked at the num the trade and we discussed Philly had. I discussed to the fans Philly had X amount of wins last year. Traded Wentz, got the pick, had more wins this year, made the playoffs. The Colts made the trade, gave up a first-round pick, got Carson Wentz, did two wins less than they did the year before. And that already, at that point, you chalk it up as a, as a loss on the trade, on the value chart there. But now you throw in the fact that he's not going to be on your fuck. He will be off the roster right after or around the same time. No, right before the draft, before the draft. in the pick that you gave up. The pick is going to be made for a player in the first round that you traded in exchange for somebody that you've already given up on before that draft rolls around. Absolute disaster, dumpster yeah. fire. Worst fucking trade of the last five years. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about all the good trades that worked out for, for McVay and the Rams and the fuck them pick stuff? Imagine if it was one of these situations where they're looking at cutting Stafford at the end of the year because of how terrible he was. I mean, we McVay would be fired if that happened. Mm. McVay was... Why is Frank Reich, like, I mean, I guess they just started. He's he's only been around a few years, but should Frank Reich and whoever the GM, is it Ballard still? Chris Ballard, the GM of the Colts? not sure. They should be fucking fired. They should be fired. You gave up a first-round pick to go get a guy that you believed was going to be the guy. You're worse off than you were without the pick, and he's going to be off your fucking roster while you're still paying him before the pick is made? And my follow-up question is, is he done? He's done, right? This is what I was going to ask. How Are we going to play the whole, like, who's the next team to give Carson Wentz a chance? Who's the next team to give Carson Wentz a chance? You know, it's... He's not done yet. The problem is, and, and I hate to say it, and we talk about how Daniel Jones is kind of like he wins himself back into position. Barely, yeah. But you know what? It, it's kind of the same idea. Wentz, obviously, a little bit more talented, but I don't know how. These teams, I feel like, are just Colts. Let's give Wentz a chance. He's our guy. We'll lock it in. Are we going to find out next year that another team is going to just want another team? So, here's how I feel. I feel like I feel like Carson Wentz, there's so many teams available, right? So, the best ability is availability, right? And I feel like he's going to have a chance with a team because... Oh, God, the door creaking. <laughs> He's gonna, slam it yeah, next time. Yeah, right. He's gonna have a he's gonna have a chance with another team because so many teams need quarterbacks. Is he done yet? No. Is he close? Yeah. Brian, if he signed a minimum vet minimum to be on the Giants, would you be mad? Extremely. I'd be infuriated. I'd rather just keep Daniel Jones. What are you we doing? Be? I wouldn't. What are we doing? Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that mad. I wouldn't be. I feel like we'd be in the same. Daniel point. Jones plays fifty percent of the games anyway. Right, but now so, but I mean, still, Carson Wentz still has to be paid. No, no, vet's minimum. I said. Vets minimum. Vets minimum. I'm not. I'm, no, I don't think so. Would you I be mad? Would you be mad if you're so. a? Uh, if it, would you be mad if you're a Steeler fan? Say you're a Steeler fan. You're a Steeler Let me fan just say this right now. Backup, backup quarterback money is around seven to ten million a year. So to say Wentz is going to get veterans minimum money next year to be a legitimate backup, I think is a stretch. I don't think that's the, the well, price. Who's the quarterback we were talking about from uh, Chase Pitt. Daniel from from Pitt? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, right? Kenny Pickett. Gets drafted to the Steelers, right? Steelers sign Wentz as a one-year insurance, whether it's a bridge or whether it's just a backup, whatever the case may be, because they still feel like they have a competitive roster. They sign Carson Wentz to a one-year $10 million deal. Okay? And then they get picked. What Steeler fans mad? You can't be mad. 
I guess that's from, the perfect situation from the perspective, from the perspective of, of a fan. Right? Yeah, now, but from the perspective of what you were saying with the Colts, they better know something, right? Really quick, before you keep going, where's Peterson now? Peterson just got a job, right? Doug Peterson. Yeah, he did. Um, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. No. Uh, yeah, Am I it wrong? is Jacksonville. I could be wrong. You think it I'll is Jacksonville? Yeah, Jacksonville. I thought he was heading. Yeah. I was gonna make the joke about they Jacksonville, should, Jacksonville. I was gonna make the joke about they should reunite, but obviously. No, they're not reuniting. Well, they, yeah, they wouldn't, they, be, yeah. they wouldn't be reuniting if Peterson had a job where they needed a quarterback. But they're all set. no, 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 no. <laughs> I will say that I think from a Colts perspective, like you were saying, uh, yeah, it's a bad look, and they better have a plan if that GM wants to stick around, even if the coach wants to stick around for much longer. They better have a plan because they are uberly talented there. I think I really truly believe that they're in that top tier of talent on the team. Like their fifty-three man roster is as talented as. I don't want to. They were winning games. I don't want to be like crazy brash, but it's as talented as the top, the elite teams. You know what I mean? They were winning games with Carson Wentz not doing much. We were saying it all year. Right. He wasn't losing it for them, and then towards the end of the year, he started to. You know, really Ro- like a guy like Rodgers goes there, which I get, I know Rodgers is the biggest question mark. Blah blah blah. Right. Mm-hmm. But a guy like Rodgers goes there of his talent, even Deshaun Watson of his talent. You, like you're looking at them, like that's not a tough division to win. You know, like you got the Titans who are playing. They over the last couple of years they've been very well, but they're beating teams up in their division. You know what I mean? They're beating those teams up. Yeah. So it's like, that's the thing. And you don't get too many windows where you get to slap your fucking division silly around left and right all the time in the NFL. <laughs> right. Unless you name Bill Belichick. So, true. So that's how I feel. I think it's a. I agree with you. A very bad deal for the Colts. They better figure it out. Not saying they don't. If they're cutting them, they probably have a plan. You have to figure they have a plan. They're not willing to just throw the best years of Jonathan Taylor away. Right, and throw maybe the last years of T.Y. Hilton if they retain him away. Also, why you got all these kids on on rookie rookie scale deals because Darius Leonard either just got paid or is going to get paid. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So you're not you're, you're gonna 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 not going to do that. What do you got, Jack? Yeah, another just another another guy to toss in there. Possibility Russell Wilson is another guy to toss in there for the Colts. Well, Russ is on this list, so we'll get there. Um, anything on Wentz, Brian? It's over, dude. I think it's over. I think for, this was the for him in the NFL. For I, him in the NFL for, as a starter, yes. In the NFL, it's it's blurry. But dude, he played. He's got. I'll, I'll give it to. I'll give him this. He's got heart. Plays on two sprained ankles. Good. For what him. about the Saints? Well, we're not going to get it. Well, what about football teams? I think commanders. I, the sorry, commies. you're right. I'm they're sorry, the commies they're the, now. They're the commanders now. Not going to lie, Brian. I. I'd rather take Taylor Heineke. I, oh, it's I so, can't. It's, it's so hard. It's really the only team I can see. It's so hard to tell right now because there's every year there's X amount of teams that need quarterbacks, right? <laughs> and every year there's X amount of guys that we think are worth it in the draft. Right. This year there's only maybe three, depending on who you talk to. Malik Willis from Liberty, Kenny Pickett from Pitt, and um, Corral, Matt Corral from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. No, like none of them would have went in the first round if they went in last year's draft. No chance. Yeah. So it's tough because we're gonna hit this period. Senior Bowl just happened the week between, the week of the Pro Bowl was the same week as the Senior Bowl, right? So that's the first big drop, like launching point into the scouting process. Between the Senior Bowl and the draft, guys are gonna fall in love with people. Guys are gonna hate people, and you're going to start to build what you want to do that way, because if the Football team seems to himself in a position where they're not going to be able to draft one of these guys, mm-hmm. or they don't want to draft one of these guys. Sure, I could see them going and try to, 
throw their mix in any of these quarterbacks that may or may not become available. I probably personally would just go with Heineke instead of Wentz. Mm. That's just oh yeah, me too. Oh, by the way, Pickett, he wouldn't measure his hands at the uh because they're little. Like, why yeah. do you think he wears he, a throwing glove on he his? He is the smallest hands ever. They, they said that it would have came in as the smallest hands at any quarterback oh, ever. Oh man. To watch to watch somebody play with two gloves like that, there's only one reason. It's because your hands are small, you need the extra grip. Yeah. It's the only reason. Moving on from Wentz? Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh before I this is how I'm going to tease this next part of the segment. Okay. Uh, I have a bet proposition to anyone in this room or any of the viewers at home. I'll take it. If you're willing to take this action, oh, I'm saying yes to, you know, a good old if prop bet. Um, I say yes. Kyler Murray will threaten to or actually follow through with leaving and fucking off and going to play baseball. Everything you've said so far is just. Made I can't me, even bet against you. It's made me gone. What the fuck? Which brings us to Murray on the move. Kyler Murray recently, to update anyone who may be living under a fucking rock, <laughs> removed. <laughs> so aggressive. Removed anything, any affiliation with the Arizona Cardinals from his Instagram. Didn't follow them. Took it out. He only had two pictures on there. One of him in the Pro Bowl, and was it one? One of him at Oklahoma. At Oklahoma. Yeah. Couple of days later, Arizona does something similar. They wipe their Instagram and they just have the picture of Kyler in the Pro Bowl and the picture of Kyler in an Arizona Cardinals jersey. He made a statement today. I don't know if you guys saw that. I didn't read the. I exact, didn't read. I, didn't I see read it, it yeah. but I just I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, I love the game. It was pretty lukewarm to me. What he said at best. I love the game. Everybody knows I play hard. Blah blah blah. Word coming out is that he is. A little immature, a little finger pointy. Wow, couldn't couldn't tell. Not a great leader. <laughs> couldn't tell. And a lot of people are saying maybe the finger might be pointed at uh one Cliff Kingsbury, who we have definitely felt like is one of the worst coaches in the NFL for a while now. Okay. Would you do it, Giants? Would you send would you would you no. make the move? No. Nope, not interested in him either. You know, I think it speaks volumes, and the baseball thing is funny because obviously I know I'm a big baseball fan, right? And I think it's I think it's funny because right now you have the least amount of leverage you ever had to move to the MLB. The MLB is in a lockout. Pitchers and catchers were supposed to report today. A professional organization has come out and said, "You're not a hard worker. You're not first. <laughs> you're not first in, last out." Mm-hmm. So to another organization, now that he's been out of baseball for the better part of what three years. Right, for for him to make that jump, not saying that he wouldn't. I think you got. I think you're on to something. Not saying that he wouldn't be like, you know what, trade me or I'm going back to Oakland. 100%. That's what I'm saying. Right, he's going to try to use that to leverage the Cardinals if he doesn't ultimately oh, get his way. That, no, that's fine. But I think at this point, Oakland's going to be like, we're all set, dude, because the biggest bargaining or the biggest piece that they're fighting over in this in this uh, lockout now in baseball. Is they want to cut minor league teams and they want to cut minor league players and they don't want to pay all they want the minor league system. They don't to want to pay the single A guys the fucking three hundred bucks a week. They pay no, them. they don't. So. They want to cut the minor league system in into a third. And obviously, the 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 uh, players association doesn't want that to happen. Yeah. But regardless, so when you say something like that, and if Kyler Murray is ever believing that, and he probably is believing that in his mind that he can play that come and play baseball, this is the worst time to do that. And I think as an organization, Oakland Athletics, I would be like, we, we, 
we just said you're not first in first out. Yeah. You know, you're, 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 you're have first in last first out, in, right? Yeah. Right. So we got we got guys, yeah, we got we tons got of guys, guys that, that want to be that, that. that. Right. We got guys. So so that's the only thing I don't understand. And like, I don't want him on the Giants. I don't. I think he has been a little injured. I haven't. I've seen flashes of greatness. Don't get me wrong. Better than Daniel Jones. Yes, he is better than. Daniel. I will yeah. without a doubt agree with that. But there's just because like I just don't want. I want a leader. I think everybody looks for the leader, the bona fide leader, and that's the biggest thing. Also, let me cut you off quick. What happens this time next year with Tyler? It, it's a free agent. You got to yeah. fucking you pay gotta, him. Yeah, you got to pay him. You got to pay him next year. Yeah. So you have a year to figure it out. So is, is Derek Carr in the list? No. But All right, Derek Carr is supposed to get forty million annually. They're saying yes, yep. and if he's going to get forty million annually, and I believe Kyler Murray's probably Kyler Murray's probably a better player than Derek Carr, probably, and his upside is obviously higher, right? Are we going to pay? Are you going to pay Kyler Murray next year forty five million? Stop. Probably not. Probably not. So let's play a quick little game called Who Says No. All right, let's All right. play it. Kyler for Aaron Rodgers, straight up. Who says no? Nobody. Kyler for Aaron Rodgers. Nobody says no. Kyler for Russell Wilson, straight up. Who says no? Pete Carroll's not there. I don't think he's left yet. No, he's he's still employed. he's still there. Seattle says no if Pete Carroll's still there. Yes, I think if Pete Carroll leaves, they, already, they just they can, already know the rebuild. Then they just can reset. Where fucking right. wipe our hands clean of it. Yeah, I think Seattle just says no. If they they look like they are on a death grip with Russell Wilson as hard as they can, they want that. I'm they, okay with they that. They want him to be that guy. Okay. Two and two ones for Kyler. Who says no? <laughs> Not Kyler and the Dolphins. Do you say no to two and two ones if Kyler's trying no, to get his I'm way saying, out anyway? I'm saying the Dolphins take that trade probably. Cardinals probably say no because I think they think they're Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, that right? Ain't that right, silly? So, or DeAndre Hopkins in that situation. Yeah, like, so the black cloud just follows DeAndre wherever he goes. I got, <laughs> maybe it's DeAndre. Yeah. I got uh two more. Kyler for Jalen Hurts and two of their three first round picks in this year's draft. No one says no. The Eagles say no. I was gonna. Why? You think the Eagles say no? Really? Okay, show your work. Go ahead. 4-0, show your work. I just don't think they would give up those picks. There's no reason to give up those picks. I think Jalen Hurts does not not as good of a thrower of the football, but I feel like they're two in the same. And I feel like... Kyler does everything better than Jalen Hurts did. Does? And but they Hurts, were formidable this year with Jalen Hurts not really being a great thrower of the football. Jalen Hurts is a leader. Jalen Hurts is, and I can't confirm this, but he definitely seems like a first in, last out guy. Definitely. Even through his time in college, right? He seems like that guy. He, They did have the number one rushing attack in the NFL, right? And that was definitely a large part into him. I think he's still young. I think he's one of those guys that I'm not saying he's ever going to be a superstar. I'm what I'm saying is I don't think Kyler Murray's ever going to be a superstar. Maybe this is more of a knock on Kyler Murray than it is a a, 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 a sending the flowers to, Jay, to Jalen Hurts, but I think those picks are too valuable at this point. I really do. I don't know. There's something about it. I don't think Kyler Murray moves the needle for the Eagles to Super Bowl contender. I think you build and you build and you build, and if it's not there, 
then you reset. But right now, keep building. You're still in that build mode. That's why I say no. What do you? What about you? See, when you break it down, it's not. It's not. I could see it, but you make a good point about the picks. You're pretty much throwing this way, and probably the next two years away. Basketball, hoping and that Kyler. Who just who just threw the immediate future away in the hopes that they could win a Super Bowl? Yeah, the Rams, Los Angeles yeah. Rams, no, and know. the Colts. The, like, not the way the Rams did. I understand, hundred percent. I understand. Not the same magnitude. I hundred percent understand, but in a lesser right. But it still stings. So think about if the if it happened to the Rams, right? It would sting worse than it's it stings the Colts. But we're sitting here saying fire everybody in Indy, and that was they they risked this much. The Rams risked so, this much. Yeah. So if the Eagles go all out, I mean, let's. I mean, I let's don't want to get. I don't want to get into it that much, but Carson Wentz was always viewed way more as a reclamation project than Stafford was would yeah. have been coming out of Detroit. Stafford, especially the last few years, it was always viewed as Detroit's the problem, not Stafford. 100%. And also, Kyler Murray isn't really a reclamation project on the field. He just seems to be a bratty little kid that's frustrated. So you're not taking that same calculated risk, right, that you would be taking with someone we know needs to get a turn back around. Yeah, Kyle Murray's playing the field. As it, you know, and and to even to, to even go off that, it, you know, again, it's the money issue. So I'm trading two number ones to now have to pay this guy after this season. And if I don't decide to lock this guy up to what he, I would imagine he would want, uh, not record breaking, but unbelievable numbers, top five QB numbers. Is was is it? Tell me who's here going to dispute Kyler Murray hits free agency or his contract expires. And he's not going to ask for top five QB money. Who's going to say no? Who's going to say that I'm wrong in him asking for top no, five? No, I don't. Money? He's going to ask for top and I, five. And money. I, you know what? Give me Jalen. Give me, give me Jalen all day on that. That's. I understand that you don't want to give up all those assets for a guy that might walk at the end of the year. You have this little thing called the franchise tag that you can yeah. use twice, though. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, which Jack is, Prescott I, knows about it. Which is that point at forty million, or we'll say thirty. Well, the idea of franchise tagging the guy one time is. To lock fran- up franchise one. tag him and then get the deal done yeah. before the deadline, and then that number means nothing. One more, obviously, this is barring what happens with the United States legal system. Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, straight up. Two disgruntled guys, not happy <laughs> where they are. See you both fucking never. Mm. I think that the to Texans me would be say yes. That to me would be the most poetic trade. So you say Texans say yes. Why wouldn't they? Because Kyler's not Deshaun. Deshaun's <laughs> never playing for the Houston Texans know, again. I know, I know, I know. If it's it, but... Kyler for Deshaun, or if it's Tua and a couple of picks that you don't know what you're going to get, or if it's fucking anybody who's giving you a bunch of picks, picks only hit if you're lucky at a 50% rate in the first round. You're getting a proven commodity in Kyler Murray for a guy that has zero fucking interest in ever putting on your jersey again. But that's their fault. Regardless. That doesn't matter. I I don't think I don't think the te- I think the Texans ask for more. Is that fucked up? I think no, the they probably do ask for more. So I, they for the purpose of the game, if they I ask for more. You go fuck yourself. Uh, for for the purpose of the game, to reunite Watson, uh, Watson and Hopkins. Uh, all right, for the purpose of the game, I'll say they all all parties agree. You guys in agreement? I mean, it's tough stuff, dude. I think the Texans. I think you're right. I think the Texans want more, but 
I don't think they it's get close. Like, I don't I think mean, they get more. But I mean, if if they're not going to go another year without trading him, if he if he clears the the allegations, so if he does, they're gonna they're going to shop him, and the best yeah. number is going to get him. And if the best number, like Jimmy said, is a proven guy, like you know, Daniel, perfect example, Daniel Jones in two firsts, right, or, uh, or um, Kyler Murray, what would you rather? You're telling me one of the first this year and, and a future first or both first round picks? Let's say this tomorrow year? he gets cleared of allegations. The Giants give up both firsts right now and Daniel Jones. To go get Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'd do that. Would no, would if you're the Texans, would you take that over Kyler Murray straight up for for Watson? That's what I'm saying. So it's gonna be best offer a win. See, like the two picks make it if interesting. If you're Texans. in the business excuse me. If you're in the business of putting on the best product on the field and always trying to win every football game, then the trade is to go get Kyler Murray. But, and I know we ne- we haven't said this off air yet, they hired, um, who's, who'd they just hire as their head coach? Why can't I? Th- Which team? Texans. The Texans. Uh, t- oh. Um, I, I keep wanting to say Romeo Cornell, but it's not Romeo Cornell. No, it's uh. Oh. Yeah. Is it the quarterback? No. Oh. No, no, he coached. Lovey Smith. I was gonna say. Lovey I was gonna say Lovey Hugh. Fucking Smith. Lovey Smith. No. Lovey Big Beard. Baby. No discredit to Lovey Smith. He's a fine coach. He had a pretty decent stint coaching the Chicago Bears. He's a fine Bears. young man. No, that's my point. Is he's not a young man. He's into his fucking seventies. He hasn't been a head coach since he coached, I believe, the Chicago Bears in the mid two thousands. He's seventy. You just fucked me up. He's he definitely in his seventies. Sixty three. Sixty three. Yeah. Put some respect on. Sorry, him. I apologize. <laughs> Still older, towards the back end of his career, and it seemed very much like they kind of just, like I said, has there ever been more of a lame duck head coach the minute they were hired than Lovey Smith was? Because it felt like with the Flores situation. Now I'm just saying how it felt. I'm I don't I'm not reporting anything. It just felt like they they either someone might have told them, hey, maybe go in this direction, or they just felt like it would be a better look if they hired Lovey Smith. Maybe he just knocked the interview out and they felt really did feel like he was the best guy for the job. Yeah, I don't buy that what you're saying, but it's fine. I mean, I can see it, but I don't buy it. I'm just putting all things out. Because why not just hire Brian, Brian Flores? I think people are going to well, stay we away already, from him because of the That's already, silly. We That's already, fucking we silly. Well, discussed it's it just that once Brian, we already discussed that once Brian on the show, that once Brian Flores went and had the set up, filed the lawsuit, he definitely took himself out of coaching. But year. he said that too. And he said yeah, that when which he... Which is admirable. Here we go. See, good. Here we go. Because now I got to say it, right? Now I have to be the one to say it. The difference between Colin Kaepernick and everything that he was doing, right? And, and, and Brian Flores... And although Colin Kaepernick was suing and this and 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 going against the NFL, right? And Brian Brian Flores doing that. The difference is Brian Flores can coach a football team. Colin Kaepernick cannot play quarterback in the NFL. Agree. That's yeah. the difference. Agree. So it, it, I would have really liked to see somebody be ballsy through the lawsuit and say, "Nah, fuck that. Come come on. We need. We still need a coach. We're still looking." You were always a candidate before this came out. Come down, we want we want you. And I would really have loved to see that Especially because Especially the it, number one guy in the public eye the entire time that's been 
get me Deshaun Watson, get me Deshaun Watson, get me Deshaun Watson. Exactly. Then you might be able to make, exactly. rectify the Deshaun Watson situation so, and you're a playoff contender next year. We're getting a little off track. The reason I brought up Lovey Smith to begin with is because with that coaching hire, with the weight, they just brought in Casario last year. They just brought in um, Cully for one one and done. It doesn't seem like they're in a win-now mode. It seems like they're looking to build for the future. So you would go and take Daniel Jones and the picks instead of taking Kyler and, and okay. marrying yourself to the next four or five years. we got to do everything we can right now. That was my whole point with the Lovey Smith thing. That's all. You got something, Jack? I was going to say, I feel like the, the biggest difference, just Brian Flores is my big tidbit. He went after the Shield. If you ask an NFL player about, oh, what do you think about Brian Flores? Just piss running down that player's leg, dude. You don't attack the shield. That's that's something that NFL players swear by. Right, and that's what no, I'm saying. I, yeah, you don't. That is no, like, but that's what I'm saying. I would have really loved for an NFL team to just be like, "Fuck all that noise." Yeah. Watch how watch how quickly it ends. It wouldn't end. I get. I understand what you're saying. It wouldn't end. But at the same time, Brian Flores. Still, he would still go through the process of of legality behind it. But at the same time, he gets signed. He shakes hands with the Texans owner, right? And then he says, "It's time to go to work." Like it's still time that. to go to work. So I, I obviously it wasn't going to be this year. We figured that out a few weeks ago. I do think that we will see him coaching again within. He needs to probably as soon as next coaching cycle he gets hired. Honestly, and he's a damn good coach and. Everything that's coming out against Miami, I mean, he fucking won all those games in spite of everything. It's amazing. It's him. amazing that if that guy and and I know we're off topic, but if if the Miami Dolphins owner Stephen that, Ross that, that he's see that he's under investigation. Yeah. Well, yeah, I told you this that he he was offering the head coach a hundred thousand. No, but did you see what the penalty is? Making himself, I don't know. No. If he gets caught giving money to force to lose to lose out, right? The penalty, the NFL is saying, the big, the huge penalty. It's like serious. Don't ready? tell me it's just draft picks and cash. It's draft. It's some draft picks. It's a a, a monetary fine, right? Oh, and, and this is the best part. He can't vote on the owner's board anymore. They should just fucking disgusting. Fu- make him fucking sell how about, the team. How about ten years in prison? Yeah. How about just that? So what about this? This is what we were talking about, Brian. I don't know if this was on podcast, off podcast, if you were here or not. I'll do it quick. The same time period, 2019, when he was allegedly offering the six figures per loss to Brian Flores, yeah. he had just invested in a startup company doing what? Don't know. Sports gambling. Yeah, which is also a fucking So now illegal. we're talking about insider trading, basically. It's also yeah. fucking illegal. You're fucking investing. You would think that the Giants fucking you would think owner that- told fucking... Joe Judge, lose on purpose. I'll give you money when we're quarterback sneaking on third and fucking 13. It's amazing. It's amazing. My my last remark is, based on your hypothetical, Brian Flores signs with the Texans. If that ever ha- would have happened, watch the Texans organization burn to the ground. Burn Why? Sight. You don't fuck with the shield, dude. That's no. Here's the thing. The, sh- the shield's going to get fucked harder probably if everything in this lawsuit holds up, which it seems like it does. They're probably going to get bent over in this lawsuit. But we'll see. It's hard to make any statements like that before we know how it, how it ends in court. Um, I don't agree. I think Brian Flores is going to get another shot. And he should. And I he's probably he going to wind up 10 years from now being like, oh, remember when Hall of Fame coach Brian Flores had that debacle? Yeah, a little run-in. Yeah. 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 Remember when he challenged the Shield and won? So, moving right along, 
discount double check time, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, who by the way looked like uh I know I saw this joke on Twitter. I'm not I didn't make this up my own. At the NFL awards ceremony, they I saw a, t- a meme. It was a picture of him hey, with his MVP trophy. Did you see this? I don't know. I might have. It was a pi- Did you see how he looked? Yeah, I did. It was a picture of him with his how he looked holding the trophy and the caption was uh when you just sold the most Chevy Silverados <laughs> in the tri-state area this quarter. <laughs> God. This is how I, obviously, we've talked about Rodgers and speculated about his future on this show all year long. I've kind of lessened my stance. I now have it at a 33% three-way tie. Okay. 30%, 33% of me feels like he will wind up in Denver. 33% of me thinks he will stay in at, uh, Green Bay. 33% of me thinks he will retire. Those are the only three ways I see it going, and right now I couldn't put my finger on it. So four is your guys. I'm in the same boat. I have no idea. What? I think if anything, he stays with the Packers. All right, I'll do you it. I'll break so. it to 25 percent since we're doing the fucking game. 25 percent retire. Uh, 25 percent Packers. 25 percent Denver. He just missed one. 25 percent. No. Um, 49ers. Yeah. Take that and uh, put that on the Steelers instead of the 49ers. I, as as a I've had a fandom for the Packers when I, I when I first started playing football I was on the Green Bay Packers as a child okay fell in love with the team through that fell in love with Aaron Rodgers through that after the last season I hate to say it, I couldn't give a fuck about that guy <laughs> that guy seems like a whiny baby this entire year right, I like I you. love you Aaron I've loved watching love you, football but fuck you. dude I've watched your football and I've loved it I've loved seeing you. Discount double check all for it, dude. Last year we were screaming Big Bob Tanya. Nobody knew who the fuck that was at all before you started throwing to that guy. We love you, dude. But this year, it's not looking good. He's in the MVP. He's in your <laughs> MVP and you don't look good, dude. And it's crazy. That's you crazy. You don't. That's an incredible take. And people probably agree with him. Like, he's the MVP and it's like, he wasn't good enough. <laughs> you either... You either Die a hero, you live long enough to see yourself become a villain, dude. I mean, this is Aaron Rodgers' heel turn, dude. What? No. It's happened. It's happened already, bro. Yeah, he's been, heard, yeah, he he's a turn. top heel in the company, dude. His fucking solidified a... heel turn was when he lied about being vaccinated, dude. If it wasn't already before that. was that. peak heel turn, dude. Now he's I'm turning listen, back dude, face. Going out on a limb. It's all Shailene Woodley's fault. Now I'm I gonna go disagree. ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the option I prefer, and I really hope we get to see Aaron Rodgers in Denver. Denver. Denver's nice. I still like Pittsburgh, too, but I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. It's got to be Denver, dude. So going back to the how we opened the show with the Burrow thing, if Rodgers is, is in Pittsburgh next year, they're not going back to the Super Bowl within the next three years. Who? That's fair. The, the, Bengals. the Bengals. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, nah, dude. No it's chance. not happening. No, but that's, you know. Last guy on the quarterback carousel, potential movement. Another guy that we've been talking about this since this time last year, Dangerous Wilson, Mr. Russell. <laughs> Hustle, Russell, and Bustle. Is he out? Does he stay? I don't see a world where his situation in Seattle is rectified. He made this whole big stink last year, went out and handpicked his own offensive coordinator. They made these changes. They're going to try to make it work. They come out and fucking the pick they gave up for Blitz Boy turns into a top 10 pick, which two years ago... no. If I told you two years ago when they made that trade, one of those picks is going to be in the top 10, you would have fought me over it. Yeah, I would have. I think Seattle's just not a great place to be. You know, obviously, married to Sierra, that's going to have a play a role in it. And we talk about this with 
a lot of players, specifically quarterbacks, we always just assume whatever they want to do after football, they're going to be able to do. Every TV deal, Silent Live, whatever yeah. commercials. Not everybody wants to do that, but Russ seems like the guy who's already for about three or four years now has his eye on life after football yeah. and wants to start building the Russell Wilson brand. He spent 12 years, right? 12 years, 2012 draft, 10 years building up the Seattle Seahawks brand who were trash before he got there. They were trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Won a Super Bowl, played in two, did everything he could for the city. They're not doing, you know, the, the organization isn't doing to him what he's owed, at least in his eyes. He wants to build his personal marketing brand. His wife is a performer, probably want to be somewhere where the, the lights are a little brighter, cameras are a little bigger. I mean, New York Giants, Las Vegas Raiders, although now that Josh McDaniels is there, I think you could scratch that because I think Derek Carr is the perfect quarterback for what McDaniels is going to want to do. Los Angeles, another, but now you're talking about yeah. teams that are all set. San Fran might need a quarterback, but I, you know, again, I mean, that's close enough to LA, right? Uh, they're not going to trade San Fran. They're not going to trade Russell. To Inside San of the division. division. No way. Yeah. No way. So the two things I'll say is, well, I'll say three things. I think it's the easiest thing to do is to execute a trade for Russell Wilson because I think his value is at an all time low for somebody of his caliber. I think because he's a little older. You could probably get him for a little cheaper than you could get someone like Deshaun Watson or Kyler Murray. So the Giants wanted to go all in and then spend the next five years looking for the heir to Russell Wilson. And he was, you want to call him a bridge quarterback, a five-year bridge or a four-year bridge where you feel like we might be able to do something, but still we know we don't have him for the next decade, right? Something like that. That wouldn't be a bad idea. I, I agree with what you say about the brand. I agree with what you say that it's probably done in, in, in Seattle. Here's the two things I'll say. Ryan Clark says on ESPN the other day that Russell Wilson is not that guy. He's not Tom Brady. He's not anywhere near Tom Brady. He's not in the air of Mahomes. He's not in the air of the – he's not the oh, a top-tier quarterback. Like, I, yes, he's had good years. Yes, he won a Super Bowl. He won two Super Bowls. He won one Super Bowl for Seattle, and he won one Super Bowl for the Patriots. Literally threw it right to him. And so, yes, he is he, – he has the accolades. He's done it before, but – at the same time, he's not in that top tier. Like, you're not trading for the top tier guy. You're not trading for an Aaron Rodgers. It's different. I Levels. Never, I never considered him a top five guy in the league, and ever. if he got traded to the Giants, I would be excited. I, I would appreciate. I, I, would, I would like that deal. I would, then I appreciate, as a Giant fan, that they're at least trying to put something. I don't even want to say a winning team, but like at least uh, entertainment for my viewing, right? The only thing I will say is I heard that he left the, the uh, party. He left Drake's house party at the Super Bowl. Did you hear this? He no. left Drake's house party at the Super Bowl because Future showed up and was performing, and Future's Ciara's ex-wife. And that, to me, is fucking little dick energy. So that made me a little upset. But other than that, that's where I'm at. So go ahead. He makes Future's kid call him dad, dude. Uh, right. So you yeah, would think that's weird. So. You would think that's weird, though. That like he would I was walk joking in. about that, yeah. but he does raise that. Is no, his I'm son. saying, yeah, yeah, but you'd think that would be weird. How like, uh, to me, it's more. It should be more cordial instead of what. what well, matter. to me, it doesn't matter. To me, that's a diva thing, which plays up to the fact that he's going to want to be in a big city. I mean, I think now Pittsburgh's not a big city, but I think Russ makes more sense in Pittsburgh than Aaron Rodgers. Here's does. here's I'll and I won't say another thing about this segment after this. <laughs> I'll let you guys just say what you got to say. But if he goes to New York, and he's like, I'll be on all the billboards, right? 
And he goes 5-13, and 13, right, with the Giants, which very plausible, right? Right? Uh, no, 5-12, and 12, right? 5-12. and 5-13 uh, probably won't happen. 5-12. and 12. I mean, They're going to spit on him in the street. <laughs> He's not ready for that. He's not ready for that. People, all, all the people want bright lights. They all do. Like, I mean, mm. I shouldn't say all, but the people that want it, they want it. And they thr- they're like, oh, I can't wait. I, I, love, I would love to be in the city. I'd love to do it. But guess what, dude? We swallow you whole. We swallow people <laughs> whole. If you can't handle it. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm hoping Russell ends up on the Giants. That's it. I'm hoping we start off season, week one and he's quarterback. I have no interest in any other storyline, to be honest with you. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you give up for us? Daniel Jones I guess two Jones ones? and the two ones. They don't want Jones. Yeah. They don't want Jones. Yeah, I know, but you got to give something. They might not want Jones particularly, but last year when we were doing this fucking song and dance, they wanted a starting caliber quarterback and two ones. Daniel Jones is a starting caliber, not a very good one, but a starting caliber quarterback and two ones. Nah, it's not. It's not. That's not it, dog. I think two ones does it straight. So why not throw Danny Jones in then? No, I think if I'm Seattle, I'm like, Puh, I don't want you that. You take him and cut him. Geno Smith is a capable starter, dude. Cut right. no. that out. No, yeah. he's not. Yeah, you can't be. No, saying he's not. But when he did, he, did, shit like he that. didn't do much. He didn't do much worse or better than Russ when he did fill in this year. Um, no, that's uh, any anything else? That's it, right? I uh, I don't mind my 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 little tidbit. Well, let's hear it. First of all, in, in a hypothetical. If, if if he goes to New York and that's a five and thirteen, that's a big dick swing. Five and twelve. Five and twelve. Five and twelve. That's a big dick swing with a very small dick. Sorry. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's gross. I don't really understand the comparison, but you know, I'm a little it's, it's not there. Pal. <laughs> It'll make sense. Like, it's not there, pal. Like, All right. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Number, so, <laughs> number two thing. Oh. We I I brought it up earlier. Why does the Colts not look like a destination to you guys? Let me ask you guys. What's your opinion? Why is that not a, a place for him? For who? For Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson would make a lot of sense in Indianapolis. The... But we, but uh, we only brush on this. Can you give me a little more? He needs more, dude. Give the fucking child more. Listen, here's what I'll say. We just said, and this is all speculation, that he wants to they... be in a big city, right? Yeah. It, it, I mean. Indy's a big city, dude. What can Indy offer in this deal? This they saying. don't have a first we, this year. We just said it's going to probably take two ones. They don't have a first this year. So now what are you going to You're going to take your fucking first from 2023 and from 2024 and offer that? Even if you were crazy enough to offer that, even if you were, the Seahawks aren't going to want to wait. They haven't had a first-round pick for two straight years now. They're not going to want to wait a whole nother offseason to see any kind of ROI on the trade. That's why I don't think Indy... Unless they're going to start throwing players... But what players are you going to trade? Like I, I just don't think it would work from a trade. Yeah, value it's not basketball. Aspect. You're not going to sign and trade Carson Wentz. You know what I'm saying? It's I mean, not, no, that's completely. They do do sign and trades in the NFL, but not not often. No, not it's not regularity like it is in the NBA. Now I bring up the concept of the Rams strategy. Does that not? You can't see that for the Colts. That's not a we can we is Russ not that guy to no to get it's, you not, there? it's not that with guy. Jonathan Taylor not with the the receiving I, core getting that's not there. what it, that's not what it's about what it's about is what I just said I don't think they have enough value to offer back to Seattle to bring Russell there in a trade without hurting their opportunity that they you you're just saying that they would have to go win I don't think like 
The Rams could piss away the picks. They had the picks to piss away. They don't pick until the fourth or fifth round in the draft this year. Those were also Von Miller. They wanted to cut, right? Von Miller was going to be cut if they didn't find a trade partner for him. And Stafford, um, they had to give up an extra one to get rid of Goff's contract. So, you know, like... if you offer, listen. And they were also dealing with the team. Sorry, with with the Stafford deal, they the Lions knew it was over. Oh yeah, hundred. The Lions knew it was over. It was time to flip it. Flip it was time it to rebuild a rebuild. No one uh, in Seattle. <laughs> I don't think Pete Carroll thinks it's time to flip it around. Everybody who's like a winner who has one always thinks we're a few pieces away and coaching the guys up from turning this thing around. Especially when you got a guy like well, us. that trade would signify the rebuild for sure. I just say this: if you take a second. A second this year, a first next year, a second next year, and then a first to follow. Like, you could get him. Like, you can get him. You know what I mean? Anybody can get anybody, right, in theory. I'm sure Patrick Mahomes could even be taken at, at some at, from some some realm, right? You, you, you could. I bet you could. If you don't succeed like the Rams GM did, now you're talking, oh, that didn't, now Carson Wentz didn't work out. Now you're talking you're never getting hired in football again. Like, if you miss on something like that, yes, the Rams have proven that a formula can work. It's to be taken incredibly carefully. Like, not ev- that doesn't mean everybody should just go for broke. It's very calculated. It's very careful. I don't feel like Russell Wilson is, a Matt, is, that, is Matt Stafford. I don't. If Russell Wilson was that guy that got traded last year instead of Matt Stafford, I don't think Jimmy would say, Russell Wilson's going to win multiple Super Bowls on the Rams. No. And we, we're, we're getting off base here. We're pulling it all in real quick. The Colts, I don't think they're – like the Rams were very clearly one dude away. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the Colts are very clearly one dude away. Like, yes, they probably would have done well if Wentz was average. But we're not talking about this is a Super Bowl team if Wentz just didn't throw that one interception. You know what I'm saying? So the gimmick is... There are more holes to be filled. It's not just one dude. The Rams were very clearly one, get a dude, and you're good. But the gimmick is, the only difference between the Colts and the Rams, in my opinion, is star power. Like, I feel like they have equally good defense, offense, special teams, uh... And then if you want to even break it down further, line, you know, line play, uh, D-backs, the whole nine, right? But they don't have a Cooper Cup. They have a a Michael Pittman. They don't have a Jalen Ramsey, but they have a, I don't even know, blah, blah, the, blah, you know, whatever. The, yeah, the I know what you're saying. The other, just to touch on that lightly, like, I'll put it this way. Aaron Donald, best player in the league at his position. Yes. Jalen Ramsey. Yes. At least debatably the best player. He's the best player in his position without Von it. Miller, one of the best players in the league at, at his some position. Point, at one point he was. Is Cooper Cup the best player at his position? Yes. yes. Okay. Nobody's going to say Who no. is the best player at their position on the Colts? Not, it's not Darius uh, Leonard, and he's the closest it, one. It could be, uh, oh my God, the offensive After this tackle, year, we might be saying lineman. Jonathan Taylor. After right now. Right, right now, now. Who's the today? offensive lineman? Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that guy. No, all right, Quentin Nelson. And, and you could you could say Jonathan Taylor. All right. Well, this has been fun. We're running a little <laughs> long now. we got to pull in the reins. It's the end of our second season. Yeah. Uh, it's been a little crazy, a little chaotic. We're now in our third studio, and we're expecting to be in a fourth within the next fucking 18 months, probably. Um, 
Thank you to the three of you for giving me your time every week. Thank you to the viewers. We are up like a thousand percent in plays this year from last year. So thank you to you guys for listening to us and sticking around. Uh, thanks to obviously Emily Short and Vinny Catronio for doing stuff on the back end for us, making this all possible. And special shout out to my parents for allowing us to use <laughs> the studio space last year. The Zangies got the shout out this year. Bill and Ann got the shout out. Still so, the weekend. We're doing our best here. Um, that's the show. That's the season. We're not going to go as radio silent this offseason as we did last year. We're going to stay involved in as many ways as possible. So look for new shit. Peace out.